0: Welcome to our podcast.
1: This is Megan. This is Andrea.
0: And. This is the Blood Sisters Cafe. Yeah.
1: Co-podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about booksies and coffee, which I don't have any coffee today because we're doing it at 9:45, my time, and 8:45, Megan's time. So, cheers to your water drinking. Yeah. Um. Well, since the last time we met, we talked about, um, we talked about how we were going to Dutch Bros, so should we talk about our drinks at Dutch Bros? Yeah. I thought mine was so good.
0: Yeah, I loved mine. Me too. I don't love that it wasn't coffee, because, like, when I go to a coffee shop, I want to get coffee, but I'm over Dutch Bros Coffee. I think it's garbage, I think it's trash, and I moved on to there. Sodies. Nice. I also, or
1: rebel. I also don't think that... I don't really consider Dutch Bros like a coffee shop. I just think it's like... Yeah,
0: but for us it was, because we only ever got coffee
1: there. Yeah, but we used to go when it was like the OG Dutch Bros, not the making all these rebel drinks and whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's true. I really liked it. I could really go for another one. Trevor and I might try to make a homemade one, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, that would be fun to do, but you'd have to buy all the flavorings.
1: Mio! We could do some Mio and some Red Bull and then make a soft top with our blender.
0: Tyler and I went back after you guys left on Sunday before he went home, and it was so freaking good.
1: Did you get the same (laughs) drink? Yes. I could really go for another one. Maybe that would be a nice weekend treat this weekend for Trevor and I.
0: I think they have, a uh, Dutch Bros and Greeley, and that's where the tournament is this weekend, so.
1: Oh, damn. Yum. Yum. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't had any coffee, really. I mean, I've had coffee, but all homemade coffee since, um, last weekend. Um, yeah. We Not me. Mom and I
0: splurged on Starbucks before I came back, but I think it's because she was sad I was leaving, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, she picked up a Keurig machine for me, um, so I could have one at my office. I already told you this, but I gave her a $5 (laughs) gift card for picking it up for me. A what? A $5 Starbucks gift card for picking it up for me. I had
0: physical therapy today. How did that go? And I'm toyed. I'm so tired. Coming back to work after being off for three weeks, I'm freaking exhausted.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I bet that was a nice three-week break, though.
0: Yeah, it was. It definitely was.
1: So what car do you have there?
0: The Buick.
1: And then Mom and Dad took the other car.
0: Yeah. Good to know. Yeah,
1: holy oh gosh. I cannot stop yawning. Holy cripe. Holy cripe and a cracker. We started watching this new show called Fargo, and it is so good. Have you heard of it? Yeah. It's like about all the, these crimes, and the first crime is in like uh, Bemidji and Duluth, Minnesota. Minnesota? Eh? Minnesota. Um, and it's based on true facts. They just changed the names of the victims and stuff.
0: I would just like to know why you started a new show instead of um finishing Ozark
1: couldn't tell you don't have it don't have an answer for you so
0: well that was a huge mistake
1: <laughs> I know. oh my gosh I know but this show's good too we just need to we need to rewatch um Ozark, and we need to finish *Peaky Blinders*, and we also *Bridgerton* season two just came out, so. Oh yeah, talk about. I'm so excited! I'm gonna watch it. I just don't want to binge it all in one day because. Then it's like forever till season three.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, so should we start talking about our book? Yeah. Okay, so we are um, going to review Night Road by Kristen Hannah, and I'll go... I have the book right here, so I'll go ahead and read. Um, she has the
0: book because she never gave me my book
1: back. Actually, I bought this off of Th- or Thrift Books because your book I accidentally lent, lent to JW, and I never got it back, so... Are
0: you actually shitting
1: me right now? <laughs> it was when we were dating, so I was like... I thought I would get it back and then obviously.
0: Obviously not because he's a huge book lover and the book died. so in tune with the words.
1: The book died with him. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um,
1: he is one with the tree. He is one with the tree and the and the. The love. <laughs> and he's a pirate. A pirate without a ship. <laughs> hope you find. Hope you found your ship, buddy. Bye, buddy. Hope hope you find your dad. Except your ship. Anyway. penny pain, painting my nails us. dark and whoa, this hand is like, I. Had, that really
0: accentuates how short your nails
1: are. Well, I actually haven't been biting them, so they're not too bad, but, um. I started touching stuff before I. <laughs> so they're ruined. So annoying. That's why I like to go get them done because then they're dry when I leave the store. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Night Road. This is the. um, This is the. What's it called?
0: obsessed.
1: Yeah, the back of the book.
0: Stop yawning. You're making me yawn. Okay. Night road.
1: First it starts with a poem. For a mother, life comes down to a series of choices. To hold on, to let go, to forget, to forgive. What road will you take? That was not a poem, but that's what it started off with and I it looked like a poem. Anyway, For 18 years, Jude Faraday has put her children's needs above her own, and it shows. Her twins, Maya and Zach, are bright and happy teenagers. When Lexi Bale move into their small, close-knit community, no one is more welcoming than Jude. Lexi, a former foster child with a dark past, quickly becomes Mia's best friend. Then Zach falls in in love with Lexi, and the three become inseparable. Ju does everything to keep her kids on track for college and out of harm's way. It has always been easy until senior year of high school. Suddenly, she is at a loss. Nothing feels safe anymore. Every time Mia and Zach leave the house, she worries about them. On a hot summer's night, her worst fears are realized. One decision will change the course of their lives. In the blink of an eye, the Faraday family will be torn apart and Lexi will lose everything. In the years that follow, each must face the consequences of that single night and find a way to forget, or the courage to forgive. Wait, wait, wait. Vivid, universal, and emotional complex, Night Road raises profound questions about neighborhood identity, love, and forgiveness. It is a luminous, heartbreaking novel that captures both exquisite pain of loss And The Stunning Power of Hope, this is Chris and and Hannah at her very best telling an unforgettable story about the longing for family, the resilience of the human heart, and the courage it takes to forgive the people we love. Okay, I would just like to say, before you say anything, I know Chris and Hannah wrote Nightingale, but like this book, you cannot even compare to The Night Road because they don't even talk about the same kind of thing, so...
0: You mean Nightingale you can't compare to this? What did I say? You said you can't compare Night Road to this book.
1: Oh yeah, you can't compare Nightingale to Night Road because they're totally yeah, different. Yeah, they're not even
0: the same topics.
1: I know, but it said this is her best, some of her best work. I didn't want you to be able, I was expecting you to say Nightingale is her best work, but I feel like they're two different topics like you just said. So I just want to throw that out there.
0: So what's your rating on it before we get into it?
1: I feel like if I say 15 out of 10, that's not fair. So I will just stick to the Goodreads book, which is out of 5, and I give it a 5 out of 5.
0: Yeah, I would give it a 5 out of 5 as well. It was one of my favorite books. One of the first, like, books that... This is actually one of the first books I read in high school. I think I was a sophomore when I read it, or junior and it was what started making me read more books
1: me too i loved this book oh my gosh
0: yeah it's just such i don't know why i love it so much because i feel like the heartbreak mom and kid relationship and then the heartbreak that happens is such a typical like book i don't know i don't know i just feel like that's written a lot but this book just changed it for me
1: Well, there's a lot more twists and turns, like, I don't know, it was just so good. I could not put it down, oh my gosh. And I love reading romance, like, um, chick flicks or, like, love stories, so I...
0: Especially unexpected romances where you're like, the whole book, you're like, oh my gosh, I hope they get together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't know, like, the tragedy that happens in the book that was gonna be the tragedy... Um, I knew there was going to be a tragedy, I just didn't know, but I had a feeling that it was going to be a Mia that died, um, because, like, it's a love story, so I kind of figured they weren't gonna have it go any other way, you know?
0: Yeah, I haven't read this book in such a long time, honestly, so I, some of the stuff I'm like, I don't, I can't even remember exactly how they become friends or anything, because it's been such a long time.
1: Well, I can recap you. Um, okay. So Lexi moves to this town. I'm pretty sure it's in Washington, and they um, they go to the same school. She lives with her aunt Eve, who lives in a trailer park, um, and she's fine with that. But her friend, like the school, is kind of like mostly made up of like richer.
0: Riches?
1: Yeah, not like rich. chia's like not like not to like the point of like private school but still kind of upper middle class if you will and then she notices me at school and she's like by herself with braces and super nerdy looking and um they're I think they're freshmen or sophomores they're pretty young and then Finally, senior year rolls around. Mia looks like a brand new person. Well, Mia and Lexi meet because they're both like outcasts and they decide to be friends for forever. They're like, we're, but they become friends instantly because they're outcasts. And like, it's not just because that. They actually have a lot of things in common and they're really, really best friends. Um, And then. It was always kind of awkward with Zach, the twin brother, because Lexi always thought he was cute, but she knew she would never, like, want him brisk.
0: And he was also, like, super popular.
1: Yeah. And he had a really popular girlfriend, but senior year... So they've been friends for a while. They, did, Me and Lexi were best friends for a long time, and then senior year came around, and, um... And then... They were going to homecoming, I believe. Yeah, homecoming, and they didn't have a date. Lexi didn't have a date, so Jude, the mom, was like, "Why don't you, Lexi, and Zach go together?" And then they finally, Lexi was like, "Why do you hate me, Zach? Like all these, all this time, why do you hate me?" And he's like, "You really think I hate you?" And he was like, he finally said, "Like I've, I've liked you for so long, but I just didn't want to ruin our friendship." And then they fall in love. And it was so cute because they kissed and and Lexi cried and it, I just like that part because yeah, me too. It was just because Zach asked his mom. He's like, "What? What does it mean if a girl kisses or cries when she kisses you?" And then she was like, "Well, it means that like they're the one." Because I cried when your father first kissed me or something like that. So I thought that was just so
0: cute. Yeah, me too. I like that.
1: So I think. We don't have to go through like the jet, like all of the, the parts of the book. But I think a good topic is to go over the mom. Like, do you think a question that I actually wrote down, is. Um, so I didn't mention this when I was just recapping the beginning of the book, but Jude is Lexi and, or Mia and. Um, Mia and Zach's mom. And she is almost like a helicopter parent. Like, she's, like, always involved. And she loves having, like, her kids have their friends over and all of that. But do you think she's, like, too involved with their lives? 100%. Me too. Well, and there's a point. Like,
0: I don't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say it's not like she's. She is 100% a helicopter mom because she's so worried about something happening.
1: Especially to Mia, because she already got hurt yes. by one friend. I mean, I think she's, like, a cool mom at the beginning. Like, she's kind of, like, she's overprotective, but she's, like, late cool. And, like, once she, like, lets them go to prom and lets them go to parties. But then the one time that they call her for a ride because they drink, she grounds them. But she promised that she wouldn't. She just said, she's yeah. like, I'll pick you up, no questions asked. But then they get grounded. And then, um, but... Then that's how the tragedy happens Is they don't call her that second time yeah. So fast forward Lexi and Zach Become an item um, They kind of get in an argument, arguments With their mom because me and Zach Want to go to college with Lexi Lexi and Zach are like in love Like they're meant to be together um, Which some people could say like You don't know that when you're in high school But I think the story is just so cute I was like they're going to end up together no matter what
0: me
1: too. And then Mia and Jude get in a huge fight this night and they're like we're going we're going out or I don't even know if they tell their mom they're going to a party. But okay, I, don't know I think they just grad, or they didn't graduate but they almost it's almost time for them to graduate. And um and they go to this party, everybody's drinking because they're all upset about the mom and the college situation because Lexi can only afford to go to a community college. And, like, Mia and Zach are supposed to go to a um, university, but they decide to go to the community college. And anyway, so they all are frustrated because they all just want to be together and the mom's getting in the way. And they all drink and then they drive home. And hence the title of the book, they get in a car crash on Night Road. But, but,
0: but, Mia drives to the party. Zach gets super drunk at the party.
1: But Zach, Zach does say he's not going to drink, but he's a DD.
0: Yeah, and then he ends up getting super drunk because he's, I think they get in an argument. Something like really just triggered him to drink a lot. And I can't remember if it was the mom or if it was Lexi, but... It was the mom. Then, then... They convince Lexi to drive, so no. Lexi ends up driving home.
1: Lexi offers a drive because she only had a few drinks and Zach was shit faced. So then Lexi so like is Zach the one driving? No, Mia's driving. That's why she goes to jail.
0: Lexi goes to
1: jail. Yeah. Yeah, Lexi is like, I'll just drive because I've only had a few beers. You've had like twenty thousand, and. They're all pissed at the mom. That's the reason why Zach was like, I'm going to drink. So she drives home. And Lexi must have had more than she thought she had to drink. Because they end up getting in a car crash. And it kind of... I like how the story goes. Like, you're not for sure what happened. Like, you're not sure who died yet. And then you finally find out. Because Zach is like, I feel like something's missing from... Like, I feel like something's missing a part of my soul and then you find out that it's Mia that died yeah that was sad and Jude doesn't know at first but then she finally finds out that Lexi was Jude was not mad at anybody she was just like oh my gosh she was just so distraught because Mia passed away but then she found out that Lexi the lower low income like best friend the one that was kind of like she wasn't super happy about her. Lexi and Zach dating in the first place, so she already had, like, a wall building up against Lexi, and then this happened. So as soon as she found out that Lexi was the one driving, she, like, flipped a switch, and she was like...
0: Oh, she became a raging bitch.
1: Which, I mean, losing your daughter would suck, because I think it does talk about how... I would
0: never put a lifelong friend of my daughter, like, somebody who I know my daughter would have been friends with, my was dating, and they were... me and her were such good friends I would never be like I am going to ruin your life and that's what she did to her she literally ruined the next so many years of her life
1: well it wasn't it wasn't Jude's fault that she pled guilty it was Lexi's fault that she didn't plead not guilty during the trial but she made sure that there was a lesson learned out of that whole situation by getting people to be on her side yeah um Yeah. Well, and again, that wall was building up against Lexi. Jude's wall was building up because A, she was dating Zach and B, she was her kids were not going to the college that she picked out for them and like she was losing her control over her two kids. Like, it wasn't like a bad control. It wasn't like she was a psycho mom, but she was...
0: just lost the plan that she made for them.
1: Yeah. They were veering off her plan. And her Jude... Her husband Miles was like so quiet. That was another question that was in one of the like book club questions I read was like why why didn't Miles like speak up? But how do you speak up when you haven't made decisions like they didn't really work as a team, they kind of worked like it, it was, was like her way? Yeah. Yeah. Um so, car crash happens, Lexi was driving under the influence, Mia died, so they go to trial, they go to court because of this thing that happened, and since it was such a tragedy, the town wants to make a huge lesson learned about drinking and driving, especially underage, and Lexi feels so bad about killing her best friend, all that guilt she brought up that she pleads guilty instead of listening to her lawyer, um... And she only had a lawyer that like the state provided, so it wasn't a fancy lawyer anyway. And she pleads guilty and she goes to jail. But she was priggers, bun in the oven.
0: Yeah,
1: pregnant. Yeah. So she's in jail, she, which, so she goes to jail and she finds out she's pregnant. She has a baby. She gets to hold it for, like, two minutes and name... What does she name the baby? Faith? Hope?
0: I honestly can't remember.
1: (laughs) I can't remember either.
0: I think it's Faith.
1: It's something like that because it's, like... um, Because it's something to do with Grace. It's Grace. Oh, okay. Which I think that's also Mia's middle name. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, so she has this baby, Zach raises it, at the same time, like, raises it, Jude helps, and so does Miles, because Zach ends up going to med school while Lexi's still in jail. Um, and then she is on super good behavior, so she gets out in, like, five years, because she got manslaughter, she didn't get, like, first degree or second degree. Yeah. So she gets out... And she
0: pretty much has to start over because she didn't have any resources But when she was in high school, so she came back to nothing.
1: But she did get her... Um, she did get an associate's degree in...
0: College, or in prison.
1: Yeah, she did do that, so that was good. Um, so, yeah, she got out, and then... Side fact, also, when Grace, the daughter, was growing up, Jude, like, took care of her but resented her because she was looking just like Mia. She was like, you look just like Mia. Um, and then she started almost building a relationship with her, her mother because, remember, her, she had a terrible relationship with her mother because yeah. she was so... Controlling. So, yeah. And then she starts turning into her mother after this whole yes. tragedy, which... It was like, wake up and smell the coffee, you dumb bitch. Like, you're turning into just like your mother. That pissed me off. I was like, oh my gosh, wake the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: and then... And then Lexi goes to see me, or Grace. And then she ends up running into Zach or something somewhere. Or they find out that she's out on parole or whatever probation, I don't know, whatever they call that, but, um, me, or Lexi's finally, Lexi's like, I'm going to fight for custody for my daughter, like, I deserve to see her at least, um, so that's what they're-
0: yeah, and she wasn't letting her see her at all.
1: Yeah, they were battling for that, but then she gets to have, like, once a week, like, 30-minute supervised visits, and, and something that was super- like, struck Jude really hard, was, first of all, the sweater, there's a sweater that was still hanging on the mantle, that was always there since Mia was alive, like, she, it was never moved, and Lexi looked at it when she was leaving from visiting her daughter, and she goes, I got to have my Mia, too, like, something like that, that, like, kind of, like, struck Jude, like, you know, it's not just you, like, you, ha- you had a Mia, like, I got to have mine, too, it's not fair for you to have both or whatever. Yeah, something like that. I like I like that part too because she was like, Me too. she was like, I wish I could find it. Actually, I think I just said. Um. Well, first off, she says. She says, "You used to be the best mother in the world, and um, she and Jude was like so, and she's like, so you should know how I feel about Grace and why I need to see her. You of all people should understand." And then Jude's like, "Just go, like you need to leave." Um, and then she's like, "You love Grace. I know you do. You're like me. You don't." know how to go forward or backward but maybe maybe but you remember how love feels i am her mother regardless of what i've done she needs to know i love her if she doesn't know that i want her grace blah 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 and then she's like mia would have been on my side on this and then she's like well we'll never know will we yeah so that was kind of a bitch move yeah um I just, I understand that people grieve in different ways, but.
0: Yeah, she turned into a real raging bitch, I think. And that was so disappointing because she was a good mom. And then she just made it seem like Lexi was not valid. Even though she gave birth to this baby, she was not going to be a good mom. And she tried to make that decision for Zach and... Lexi, and I just don't
1: think that was right. Well, at the end, Lexi decides to go move somewhere. She's like, I need to get my life together and get money because I can't afford a social worker. I can't afford afford a lawyer to supervise my visits. So she's about to leave the the city. I don't know where she plans on going, but um, then finally her and Zach end up together.
0: Yeah, like they finally... I can't remember. Was he writing her letters, or was she writing him, but the mom wasn't giving them? Like, I feel like one of them was trying to reach out, and the other one wasn't getting them. Because, I feel like Lexi was not responding or something, because she didn't want to, like, interrupt his life.
1: I think maybe Zach went to go see her once or twice, but she denied him every time but I don't think there's any letters. Oh. But as such, I might actually start reading it again because it's so good.
0: Yeah, I haven't read it in years, so I think it's probably a good time for me to reread it. Yeah, it is so good. Uh, But I've been struggling with my book count for the year. I should have read more while I was at home, but my naps in between the reading would have gotten in the way of an effective reading session.
1: (laughs) Um, there is another question before we um, move on. Do you think Lexi paid a higher price for her guilt in court because she was poor?
0: Um, yes, I do. I would not say yes had it not been such a rich area. And, like, the, just the beginning of the book, the way they describe the area of the school and, like, this town that they live in, it's, I think for sure it played a role. Yeah. I think it made it easier to pin st- pin this against Lexi, and well, Jen just didn't have the money to get a good lawyer
1: or anything. Well, and they looked at the whole story like they didn't they didn't really bring up that all three of them were drinking. So no matter what, this tragedy could have happened. Like yeah. all three of them were shit faced, and technically, Zach. Was the one that was supposed to be DDing. And Jude did make that promise. Like call me no questions asked. And I'll pick you up. And then she took that promise away from them. So I think that's ha- another reason. Why she's so mad. During the whole thing. Like af- like she's so. Guilt stricken. Not guilt stricken. Grief stricken. Because. <laughs> because she. She made that promise. And then she didn't keep her promise so she kind of messed it all up like broke the trust between her and her kids.
0: Yeah I agree.
1: I think it does mention though at the beginning or somewhere in there that Jude struggled really hard getting pregnant so when she had these two kids she was like holy crap.
0: Yeah I think so too. I just can't even explain how much I love this book because In the end, the mom becomes supportive, like, as much as, right, she does, right?
1: Yeah, she finally agrees to be the one that supervises the visits.
0: And she, when Zach is like, we're going to be together.
1: Yeah, she's like, she has, like, an epiphany at the end of the Mm -hmm. book. I can't remember exactly how she has it, but...
0: And I like that she came around full circle, but I just don't like... Like, she took so many... I know it wouldn't be a book if this didn't happen, but she took so many years away from the kid and Lexi and, and Zach because of what she, because she was pissed that Lexi was driving.
1: Well, Lexi was in jail, so she didn't really take that part away.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. She took that away. She took those years away from her.
1: How? She was in jail.
0: By putting her in jail, by even going that going to court over it.
1: She didn't. She she didn't go to court. Miles convinced her not to press charges, but the the school system and the count, the state wanted to make a lesson out of her. So they are the ones that charged her. I don't think the
0: mom helped. I don't. No, she
1: didn't. She didn't help at all. She was like, "You are. This is your fault." And Miles was trying to convince her to, like, be nicer. She's like, they're all at fault here. Like, this is just tragic. And Lexi's the one that chooses to plead guilty because she feels bad. Yeah, but I feel
0: like the mom also backed her into a corner to feel that way because she did feel guilty. And then the mom didn't help by blaming her.
1: No, I don't think the mom helped at all. But I know Lexi probably felt really guilty because she... She felt like she was getting in the way of their family by not being able to afford to go to a community college, and she kept on trying to get Zach to, like, go to the university, and he kept on being like, no, so she felt like she was getting in the way, and then this happened, so she just felt really bad. Yeah. So I think that's why she pled guilty, and she felt like she was getting pressure, prop. Like, from the mom, on top of everything. And she's only 17, like, what do you do when you're 17? I wouldn't know what to do.
0: Yeah, me either. I think the mom was a raging bitch, regardless. I thought she,
1: she was... like. I, I thought... She was a helicopter mom, but she was nice.
0: I didn't think she was nice in the middle of the book. I didn't think she was nice after Mia died until the very end, and then she was beginning... She was nice up until that party.
1: No, I agree. I think... I think she was nice until Mia's death and then she was like, nope, not my kids. Like, they're not to blame. But I also can't speak for that. I could not imagine if my kid died from a drunk driving accident.
0: Yeah,
1: me either. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. Yeah. That's why it's like... There's that very fine line of, like, getting your kids in trouble and then being, like, like, if Jude just would have held her promise, then obviously there wouldn't be a book. But, like, if in real life, like, if a mom tells her kids that she will not ground them or no questions asked if they call, then you should stick to it because almost always this exact same thing happens like in real life where mom's mom or dad's promise that they'll not ground them for being honest and then they be honest and then they get punished for it so then they stop being honest
0: yeah I agree so I agree I need to read it again because I'm just missing a lot of details I guess what do you mean because that's just not how I don't remember it, the school pressing the charges. I because it wasn't on school grounds. I remember the mom doing it, so I don't know. I need to just reread it.
1: I don't think the school press. I didn't mean that. I know the school wanted to make an example out out of her, so yeah. they like they made they helped like be a defense against her. I don't really know. I just don't think the mom pressed charges. Maybe she did, but she pled. I think it was a state that. Like, it was her against the state, and she pled guilty.
0: Yeah, I just need to reread it. For sure.
1: Yeah, I might reread it. I probably should, just because it's so good, and I haven't read it in so long.
0: Yeah.
1: Kristen Hannah is a really good writer.
0: Yeah, I like her books.
1: And it's nice, because she like, doesn't have grammatical errors or like spelling errors it's just like yeah,
0: that drives me nuts.
1: yeah yeah I read another one of her books it's called um I think it's written in here another one of her books that she's written she has a list she has she's written so many um waiting for the moon
0: that is really good I've not
1: read that one. It's kind of, like, at first I was like, I don't know if I'll like this, but then it was really good. It's, like, set back in, like, it's, like, maybe the 70s or even, like, earlier than that. Like, the 40s or or 30s. But this woman, like, tries to commit suicide by jump, like, gets sailed to this, like, island and jumps off a cliff, but she just like breaks her but like somebody saves her but her whole face is destroyed and her whole memory is gone of her life before and this doctor she gets put in this house that this retired doctor and he helps like bring her back to life um she like doesn't even remember how to like eat like feed herself so she's like a newborn baby but then once her bruises heal and stuff she ends up being like super super pretty.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good book. I should add that to my list of books to read.
1: And then Between Sisters, I think
0: I read I that. I think I read that one, but I can't remember.
1: Or True Colors. I can't remember. The one it, one of those is like the the sister falls in love with like an uh, a Native American Indian?
0: Yeah, and I can't remember. I did want to say that one is The True Colors, but I can't remember.
1: I think it is. It's either that or Between Sisters. I can't remember. Yeah. But True Col- whichever one, I like that one too. Yeah. I started Distant Shores, but I just haven't gotten to finishing it. I did hear um, Winter Garden is super good. It's about a war in Russia.
0: I have heard that one's good, too. I heard it's pretty similar to Nightingale, but obviously it's not the same. Yeah.
1: I just read... I just
0: like Kristen Hanna. I think she's just a good writer.
1: I finished that one book that I told you about, um, the one by Emily Griffith or Griffin or whatever, that's called One and Only. It's about... It's kind of like set around football, which I was like, well. Yeah. But then I finished it, and it was actually good. But she does fall in love with the man, the older guy. Oh, but they, deter- didn't they determined his age, and he was only 55, and she was 32. But I still was, like, I was picturing, like, a 70-year-old dude.
0: Yeah.
1: Not, like, a...
0: I can't wait for... I wish I would make Night Road into a movie, but I can't wait to see what... Nightingale's like as a movie because
1: that book is so good yeah um when people say like in books when you read people call like people names like so for example in this one and only book that I just read the main girl in the story and the main guy that she was falling in love with she always called him coach because he's a football coach and he always called her girl. He was like, yeah, girl. And I know it's, like, in Texas, but, like, all I read is that I don't read it like that. I just read, yes, like, yeah, girl. Like, why is a dude saying that? Like, I, I don't yeah, I like agree. it. I
0: don't like that either.
1: He's like, you betcha, girl. Like, it's just, like, come again?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's weird.
1: And there's other books that have something, like, I can't think of another example right now, but there's other books where they will call somebody a nickname. Oh, I can't remember what book I read, but they say Ace, like, and it's not Gilmore Girls, it's an actual book that I read, that they say, call them Ace, or something stupid like that, and it's like, oh god, I'm now it's slowly coming to me what the nickname was. It was something stupid, and it was, like, that doesn't sound natural. Like, I could never picture somebody having a conversation where they call them that nickname.
0: Yeah. I do Don't I do read books where they have nicknames, and I'm like, God, I don't really enjoy, like, just call them by their name.
1: Oh, yes, I remember now. It was called, it's, it's this book called Nightwatch. Let me see if I can... Look it up real quick, because it's bothering the shit out of me.
0: I don't know about you, but... <sighs> Is it, like, windy and rainy there?
1: Uh, It's windy. It was super nice today, though.
0: It was rainy all day, and when it's rainy and cloudy and kind of, like, gloomy out, it makes me so tired.
1: Yeah, I get that way too when I'm, um, when it's like that. But today was super warm, so not feeling like that now. Okay, well, I can't freaking find it. Because the books that are coming up are about, like, not what I'm thinking of. It was just the weirdest nickname. Gosh, I wish I could remember, but it was not good. It was a weird nickname. I'll have to look at the book and tell you. Yeah. I just, when, sometimes I just cannot, like, some of the conversations that happen in books, I just have a hard time, like, seeing that as being an actual conversation that flows naturally. Yeah, Yeah, that, like, flows naturally in real life. Like, even yeah, sure. even from Fifty Shades of Grey, I can't really... Some of the conversations in the book, I'm like...
0: I didn't realize that the first time reading that book, but then watching the movies and reading it again, I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure this conversation is how I would have had it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's
1: like so stiff. It's like, this doesn't sound natural at all.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Or, like, when you read sentences that say, it is not okay. It is not okay, Christian. People would be like, it's not okay, Christian.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they would never say it, like, full out, spread out like that. I willst not be there today.
0: What book was that that had a lot of that in there?
1: The Perfect Girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh,
0: yeah. You... I... They have a lot of books called the perfect something. There's the perfect husband. There's the perfect lie. There's the perfect wife, girlfriend, and the perfect. I can't remember. (laughs) I have the perfect husband book in my room. I haven't read it yet, but.
1: Um. The Perfect Girlfriend is a good story. It did not get very high ratings on Goodreads. I'm guessing because all the willsts. But
0: Yeah.
1: Um, anyway. Uh, I literally, anytime I get on Facebook today, it was like Chris Rock, um... Will Smith memes, like, everywhere.
0: Oh, same. Me too. I'm kind of tired of seeing him. But I finally saw started seeing some Jada Pinkett Smith ones, and I'm like, that's what I like to see.
1: <laughs> she was... I like her in movies. Like, I liked her as an actress, but now I'm like, I don't like you.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. She's not... I'm not... I, I'm not a huge fan of her, but...
1: Yeah, I just...
0: To Will,
1: each their own, I guess. Will Smith should have left that years ago, but whatever. I really. All these celebrities that stay with their husbands after they cheated, it's like.
0: Or wives.
1: Or wives, yeah. Like, if. Yeah, duh. Because <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith is the one that she did. Yeah, if they say. If a person cheats. A significant other cheats on them, it's like.
0: Not only that, if you go on a TV show and say that it's the other person's fault because they didn't notice something, I'm like, that's just a trash bag thing to say.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, I think about Beyonce, too. Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. And I'm like, I get that people have kids and stuff, but at the same time, I'm like...
0: Why even get married if you think that's even...
1: Maybe it's just because I would be so insecure after that. Like, as soon as that would happen to me, me, I would be like, let me see your phone. Let me read your text, because I would be so insecure about it. Yeah,
0: I'm the same. I would be the same way.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Hollywood is like a whole cult on its own.
0: Yeah, Tyler was like, wouldn't it be just crazy? Like, wouldn't it be crazy to be famous and I was like yeah I would really hate to have the spotlight on me all the time to be honest like I would hate to leave my house and have people up my ass
1: well if you notice like a lot of the country stars aren't really in the like super big spotlight unless Mm -hmm. it's like on country television or the awards because they're all most of them are um like republican I guess I don't want to assume that all of them are but
0: yeah so it's
1: a crazy world out there yeah yeah um that tattoo I was thinking about getting I was thinking about getting something really small on my wrist right here that says um Megan's (laughs)
0: bed.
1: no um that would have to be somewhere secret where people wouldn't see (laughs) um it would say father forgive them because we did a they did a bible at church the other day they talked about how like there's so much judgment in the world and it's not our place at all so like when you're praying you should be like father forgive them because they don't know what they're doing they don't know so i thought that'd be a good reminder right right here to be like I don't need to ask, like I shouldn't be like, please let me forgive them. I should be like, Father Just forgive, forgive them. them, and then if, I, if God can forgive them, which He does, then I can forgive people for being.
0: Yeah.
1: For being nasty or whatever.
0: Yeah. So I yeah, thought. That's
1: yeah. So that's I'm thinking about getting that.
0: And I and. Too, but. It's too expensive.
1: Yeah. It is. But I've been saving up from not going to Starbucks, so.
0: Yeah, I could go for a Starbucks. I'm going to um, see Tyler this weekend, so I'm getting some coffee. I'm excited.
1: I need to order an espresso so I can make some lattes on the weekends.
0: Yeah, me too. I have that. Javi coffee i should just start using that because i bought it it and i just keep forgetting to make lattes with it so
1: well and i now that it's summertime i'm way more like i love to have iced coffee not not in the morning like when i'm first getting to work but i love having iced coffee especially on a nice hot summery day so it's not
0: quite warm enough for that yet though
1: it was 80 degrees today
0: it's supposed to be six. It was like sixty degrees today and rainy, and it's supposed to be sixty and fifty for
1: the next week. It tomorrow is supposed to go back down. But I'm so happy it's almost April. I'm excited. Anyway, I bought Trevor a cold brew maker, and I even buy him cold brew like designed beans. If you Uh could call them that, they're supposed to be better in the these. Coffee beans are supposed to be better than that, so maybe we'll try it this weekend.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a good idea. They Mr. Coffee has an ice, a nice, uh, cold brew maker. I just wonder if, it, what?
0: At Walmart.
1: Yeah, I just don't know if it'd be worth it.
0: My friend just got it, so she said she'll try it and let me know how it is.
1: Yeah, cause it's not that expensive. It's like thirty dollars. Yeah. Because if you use it every day or. Not every day, but a couple times a week at least, it would be worth it. Cause iced coffee at Starbucks is so expensive now; it's like four dollars.
0: Yeah, that's dumb.
1: Or three seventy five.
0: Yeah.
1: And then if you get a splash of oat milk, it goes up by like fifty cents. It's just so stupid. So. If I can just perfect the. Um, coffee making at home oh and I just read this book I'll I'll have to mail it to you it's a Christian based book it's um I can't remember what it's even called but it's about this girl that wants to start up a coffee shop called Higher Ground so it's like a Christian she wants to start a Christian based coffee shop and Mm -hmm. she can't get a loan and she's like getting so frustrated but then she meets this guy and it's really cute and she ends up starting it at the very end
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: Yeah, it's a really easy read. It's super, it's, like, not very thick. Yeah. Okay, well, that concludes our, our tea of the day, tea of the week.
0: I think we need, or Jennifer gave me a good little, not like, what's it called? (laughs) i don't know feedback she said she did try to listen to our first podcast but she was like giving if you guys want people to read the book you can't do a podcast weekly you need to like name the book you guys are going to be talking about like well in advance because people aren't going to have the time to read hear the book and then read the book by the time we talk about it
1: so like if we say we're going to talk about um the silent patient this time we should talk about it in two weeks maybe
0: yes like and then we'll go from there because she said it's just not she's like maybe some people could get it done but
1: it's not realistic. a lot of
0: people wouldn't that's not a realistic timeline for somebody to get a book done
1: so did she finish re- listening to it
0: yeah i think she i think she finished the first episode but that's just the first feedback we've gotten so we should somebody else give us some feedback too so we know
1: Trevor also said that we just need to be a little bit more structured because we go off on tangents, and that was our first podcast that you listened to, so I was like...
0: Yeah, but I feel like if we're structured, that's just not how we are.
1: (laughs) We have been a little bit more structured by having questions and stuff. Yeah,
0: I agree. I feel like this one was more structured, but...
1: So, why don't we, and if you guys, listeners, have any advice to see if this would be better, um... So next podcast, we will just do, we'll go over coffees that we would recommend and books that we would recommend as light reading or books that we would not recommend, um, just for reading in 2022 in general. Cause I've had a ton of people actually message me asking for suggestions like of books in general to read, Yeah, me too. um, so we could just, without going into detail so we don't spoil the book for them, talk about books that we have given. We'll make lists like you make a list of like um, three three stars and under. and then we'll do like five to four to five star rating books like top of the not top notch books that we would recommend. Um,
0: and then we can also go over the books that we have listed for our 2020 reading list.
1: 2022. What did I just say? (laughs) 2020.
0: Okay, I'm only two years off. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Yes, and then you know what else would be a good idea? During those, like, off... Like, if we do every other week a book review podcast, the one that we just talk about, like, we don't go into depth about one book, we could pick a book and match... Like, match the coffee that we think you could should drink when you start that book. That is a good idea.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. And Just give us some feedback of what you guys think of what we're rambling off right now.
1: <laughs> and we could even do some tea suggestions, because we do like tea. We're not opposed to tea. Uh, Megan knows, um, and I do a little bit, about Earl Grey lattes being the cure to a nice hangover.
0: Oh, yeah. And I was on a kick there for a while a couple months ago. I was drinking a, um, what is it called? A London Fog every night before bed. And it was the nicest little night drink.
1: <laughs> a nightcap. A nightcap. I do love London Fogs. Those are me the too. shit. I also love green tea matcha, which everybody thinks it tastes like grass, but I think it tastes delish. I like
0: it sometimes. It's hit or miss for me.
1: Lydia when Lydia told me that story um she was like she, I thought she was gonna be like okay so after you got green tea matcha I went to Starbucks like I knew you drank it in college so then when we went to start I went to Starbucks like a while ago and I ordered the green tea matcha ice green tea matcha latte and I was so excited because I you liked it And I take a drink and she's like, what the fuck? Like, she was serious. I remember her just being like, what the fuck do you drink, Andrea? And the way she says it is just so funny. Um, And then she's like, I had to dump it out in her little cute little Minnesotan accent. She's like, nope, never again. Uh,
0: I'm, like, pretty sure Lindsay had a pretty similar reaction. She did not enjoy it.
1: I think it tastes heavenly, but...
0: I wouldn't say heavenly is the word I would use to describe it, but every once in a while, it's good.
1: Oh, God. I could go for one Tyler
0: likes the coffee shop we go to. He gets green tea, like, shakes, like, frozen drinks, and they do taste pretty similar to the Starbucks one, and I'm like, I'm so shocked that you like this.
1: Well, and when I... I used to get this before Starbucks, like, started putting all their secret menu drinks that were cheap on the menu for, like, super high price. I used to get black tea with cinnamon dolce syrup in it, and that was so good.
0: Yuck. I hated that shit. I hate cinnamon dolce syrup. It makes me want to literally vomit.
1: Then I'm surprised you like the cinnamon shake and iced tea. Or not iced tea. (laughs) The...
0: The brown sugar shaken drink.
1: I thought you got a one with cinnamon in it.
0: It has a shake of cinnamon in it. But the cinnamon dolce tastes not like regular. Like, I would prefer like a shake of cinnamon instead of like a liquid version of whatever oh my gosh. Cinnamon, like the cinnamon dolce. I love it. I don't know. Even the smell throws me off. I'm like, mm.
1: I love the cinnamon. I mean, maybe
0: it's because you drink it so much and so that smell is just like... <laughs> not good for me
1: i love the cinnamon dolce i remember you know how mom got me like the big syrup for uh when i was at iowa lakes um they were doing room checks or dorm checks there and they saw that and they're like what is this and i was like it's starbucks syrup like they thought it was alcohol i'm like you can smell it you dumb bitch like (laughs) read the fucking title
0: it's syrup
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's syrup in my black tea, uncultured swine. Learn what it is.
0: Well, oh, we're in the Starbucks menu, please.
1: That also reminds me. Um, I remember when we were taking a road trip to volleyball in Texas, and we were on our way back, and Mom's coffee is built with that cinnamon. Oh, my God. <laughs> that cinnamon vanilla creamer. Anytime I smell that, I'm, I have gag. It's like a full-on. Yeah, co- I don't enjoy
0: that either.
1: Like when mom mom still drinks it and it, if it's like that in coffee I don't mind, but like if it's spilt it in any way, shape or form or outside of yeah. its normal bottle. Nope.
0: And 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 I don't like that smell warmed up re warmed up in the microwave because of that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then remember we wiped it with these lemon scented wipes, so it was like so it
0: was a terrible combo? Yeah, that was terrible. Ugh. Yeah, that's terrible.
1: Okay, well please give us our give us your feedback for a little bit um, I guess a lot of bit of suggestions. <laughs> but thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
1: and if you haven't read Night Road, go read it. It is so good and sorry we spoiled it, but you'll still be drawn to the book and it'll still be a page turner. So
0: yeah.
1: follow us. Uh-huh. Like our page, keep on listening, have a happy, happy day and go find some coffee.
0: Much
1: love. Much love. Peace
0: and blessings.
1: Peace and blessings. Something's going on right now.
0: Oh. Got it figured out. Okay. Peace and blessings. Goodbye. Bye.